0: Welcome to the Next Level Show, where we talk with people behind Next Level ideas, product and technology that are changing the world around us. I'm Lubo Smith, the co founder and CEO of STRV. And my guest today is Luca Zicconi, Web3 studio lead of Škodaverse, a blockchain enabled Web3 initiative of Škoda Auto. In this episode, Luca shares how the metaverse helps Škoda bond with its customers in a playful but powerful ways as well as steps to building a solid Web3 strategy for brands looking to enter the metaverse with a bang. So let's dive right in. Shall we dive in? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I have to say that I'm really excited to be doing this episode that is going to be purely Web3 related with you, Luca. Welcome to
1: the show. Well, Thank you for having me. Super excited as well.
0: And like I haven't had a chance to have a, a guest from Web, Web3 for quite a while, so... Uh, I definitely want to refresh what are the the news and what's the latest. It's been quite interesting what was happening in the world. So let's dive in and see what are the updates.
1: Yeah, I mean, also considering I'm coming from automotive industry, so it's quite nice to have, you know, Web3 associated with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and like just speaking of your background before uh, dedicating all of your focus to building a web3 metaverse within skoda as a brand how how did the whole idea come along to convince a big automotive corporation to introduce a web3 initiative
1: yeah me so if i may start with a bit of myself web2 Web to look at. i have background in architecture so i study architecture and and then you know in general i love the gaming so i was gaming from the time I remember, you know. So somehow I I like the the idea of the virtual worlds quite a lot. And, you know, even building architecture, you actually build, you know, virtual 3D models. You build 3D models first. So for me, it was a sort of topic very interesting. And when I moved to to Skoda first, actually I was responsible for the architecture of the dealership. So really physical thing very physical very physical and then i moved to customer journey where we as a department were responsible for the strategy of the offline so the physical network and the online touch points and we also build digital products and within the customer journey i'm responsible for the content team so the team who actually build the 3d models of the car and then we generate the assets like pictures, videos. Other departments use the same 3D model for the advertising. And then when my manager, Thorsten came to Skoda in 2021, he's a blockchain enthusiast. So our first meeting, intro meeting, he asked me if I was interested to dive in the topic of NFT. And, you know, at that time was like June 2021. So there was already a lot happen in the space, but the NFT was still, you know associated only to Boredave. You know, this was like the, the big news at the time. So the NFTs were somehow already under my radar because of the NBA top shots, mm-hmm. because I'm a basketball fan. So this was something I I got interested to, even though I didn't really dig deeper, you know, in the NFT thing. So everything started actually like that. So from that moment, it was basically more than one year and a half ago. A lot of things happened. <laughs> So we can, you know, talk about it.
0: Yeah. What was the decision process like within ŠKODA to get a green light on a project like this? Because like today, of course, like we see a lot, of, a lot of automotive companies going down that route and not just automotive companies, big brands. I think what's interesting is that in this period of what we can call bear market, it's a lot about these big brands building their web3 initiatives and still like pursuing the journey what was it like to like convince people was it just that you and your manager got really excited and started pushing that forward or were there any obstacles that you had to overcome as well
1: yeah so it started of course from from us because we as really enthusiasts we we saw really the 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 potential of the technology itself, but as well of this sort of cultural movement, you know, because Web3 is also a lot of about culture, how brands relate with, with the fans and customers. So we, we did, I think, the, the best thing possible, which was like pitch it directly to our board member. And luckily for us, is also very supportive. We like the ideas. So we had basically a sort of green light from the beginning and big support from, from the top management of Skoda, from Eric and Martin Jan to proceed. And then, of course, you know everything started we work you know in a corporate, so we had to you know explain why we do this, and the main reason in general is that as a as a brand we need to pay attention to this you know innovative ideas, new technologies and try to you know keep up to because we you know to be relevant be, be because being you know because of the competition um and as well keeping in mind that w- at some point, we need still to be relevant you know, for, for the young generation, which are, let's, let's say, Metaverse native. So um, those were the reason to, you know, to kick off the project. And
0: so when we dive into building Škodaverse, which is the Metaverse of Škoda, what a wonderful name to <laughs> name your Web3 initiative like that. Why do you think it's the right time and what's the idea behind this whole initiative? What would you like to achieve?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, as you mentioned, we first of all we need, we need to pick up a name because we we had already ideas to explore NFTs, metaverse, even like the topic of AR, VR. So we had already a lot of ideas behind, and we wanted to have a name, umbrella name, to cover everything. So we 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 called the whole initiative Scodaverse. And so the 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 idea basically last year in 2022 was to increase awareness in, in the whole organization. So we focus the first mid of the year to educate the people, our, especially also our strategic, the strategic department that we wanted to align with and work with because you know if we wanted to be successful. We need, of course, to onboard different people from different areas, from communication, league, marketing, strategy. So everything started with education first, through webinars, we did events, in real, in real life events, inviting, you know, people like our friends Grateful <laughs> and Tino to the a panel talk, which actually were very successful because one thing is presenting slides. As a presentation, one thing actually is listen directly to the people who live in the space. And as well, you know, after the education part, of course, we we decided to focus on three main things, which was testing and exploring the nft space dropping the the collections and then exploring the metaverse creating one as a sort of new touch points online touch points within our customer journey
0: and when it comes to also like making sure that you have the ongoing support of this initiative in terms of the team in terms of the resources but how did you go go about making sure that it's not just you pushing this initiative forward but you have a team around you and you get the support from within the organization
1: yeah as i said before you know when this actually was the fun part for me was the best part because we need to sort of scouting within the different departments and find out who is actually the people that are already passionate about the topic because you know if somebody is passionate He he really put like 100% or under 10% and even try to convince his colleagues. So the first part was the scouting and find the right people in the right places. And that's why the idea of this Web3 Studio came up. The Web3 Studio is an idea of this decentralization, cooperation within, within different departments. And as well onboarding like Web3 people, people from the space. And that's why we work with guys like Diego Borgo or Andretti who they have more experience than us. So we need to, you know, fill that between this uh, traditional brand and the fast growing space. So we sort of have different expertise within the organization, but as well outside the organizations.
0: Yeah. And you dropped some very notable names in the Web3 world. The thing that I wanted to ask you about is it's not just Skoda. It's also like there seems to be quite heavy collaboration within... The whole Volkswagen group and maybe potentially with other automotive companies and brands. Do you see others being very supportive in that or do you see like competitive rivalry (laughs) or a mix of both?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we, we are lucky, as you said, because we are part of the group, Volkswagen group, and there are a lot of brands there. So what we have, we have done, this actually, shout out to Tim Walter who is the person from the group level, group marketing, who, uh, who kick off this uh, cooperation group, uh, working group. We call it probably nothing group. And where all brands, uh, we meet basically every month, one month and a half. And we, you know, we share the progress. Every brand is doing different things, taking the, tackling the, the topic from different level because each brand has a different, you know, way how to approach customers, but as well, way to different, different speed as well. So, you know, guys like from Porsche, Audi, Cupra, we all are exploring the space, doing different things. So it's very interesting to to share knowledge, lesson learn and try to, you know, use this expertise within the group to actual improve uh, what we have done already. So, Are there any
0: brands that are like staying on the sidelines that don't believe that this is a worthy initiative to explore?
1: Maybe not that it's not worth, but, you know, sometimes it's also difficult to kick off these projects, you know. So some brands, I think they are struggling because maybe they don't have enough support or this, like, I, I, can, I cannot comment all, but in general, we are lucky enough to get support from the day one. So, and that's why we are very, very fast in implementing a lot of things during, during the last year, which is not, I, I saw, is, is not, you know, often happening.
0: Yeah, of course, like if you can get the support from the champions within the organization, it's always going to be yeah, easier. Yeah. Where where do you see this whole initiative helping Skoda as a brand in the in the long run?
1: Yeah, I mean, what what I'm really interested to, to really explore is the idea of the, the community. I mean, we heard a lot about this word community, community, community in Web3. But personally, I'm really interested in how we could implement this token-gated experience. And this is very interesting because if we take an example, the other side, second trip of this Saturday, uh-huh. I was lucky to, to attend. Did uh, you like it? Yeah, it was awesome, you know. And it was like, so Yuga Lab, they're building their metaverse, other side. And on Saturday, this week, last week, there was the, the second trip and only holders could try to attend because it was basically first in, first access. Right. And it was super easy. So through a website, token a website, connect the wallet, the website scan that you actually own a token so you can enter. And as well, there was the possibility of customize your avatar based on your PFP. So there was like the this collection that were supported in my case i I used the dead fellas, mm-hmm. and the whole experience was insane because at the same time, globally, seven thousand people were attending one event, talking together because you know it was open chat world, so through your mic, you could talk with everyone. there was this sound proximity effect, so you could talk only with the people around your around you um It was insane, so imagine this how brands, these Web3 native brands are testing these sort of experiences. And if you put it on a regular brand, what you can create, you know, like create an experience for only people who hold a token, maybe an NFT, and together with them, give them access to a specific place where you can, you know, co-create with them. You can get their feedback, direct feedback. And those people who actually own the token means that they are really passionate about your brand. So they are the ones who want really to Help you, and right now we have this opportunity to thanks to blockchain to have this really direct connection globally.
0: so do you see this initiative as a way to identify who are the core fans of the brand that really like support and promote?
1: Yeah, also, I mean, we have to keep in mind that entering Web three is not very easy. We need to make it as easy as possible to attract actual as many people as possible so I would say within the people who are used to, you know, work with the um, new technologies, then we, okay, we can find those really true fans that they want to experience something new together with the brand. So that's the goal, you know, find those people who are actually into the technology and they are also into, into Skoda and they want to, you know, together with us, explore the space, explore the metaverse, explore a token-gated experience.
0: I think that thanks to your experience from Škoda, you are in a very interesting position. And if there is someone within a larger organization or a corporation and they don't have Fab3 initiative yet, what would you recommend them to look into and how to navigate the journey to think about this forward looking initiative.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, it's very overwhelming in the beginning. I think all of us at the few the first two, three months was really it's really somehow painful to <laughs> to get, you know, get into it. So if you wanna start any any project like this, you must be really passionate. Because it's like a sort of 24-7 commitment because the sp- this the space is moving really fast. And so and you need to catch up, you know, with the new ideas, new use case, new updates of the technology. So it's really a sort of commitment. So before starting any project, you must have the passion and the interest to do this. And then after that, you know, every brand has their own goal goals. So the best is like try to identify what blockchain can bring you, which is not possible right now with a regular, you know, Web2 technology.
0: Yep. And uh, what was your personal path to NFTs, Web3 and so on? Was it even before you started this initiative with Nshkoda that you've become personally passionate about the space and started exploring more and then you kind of introduced it on the business side?
1: Yeah, so um, in general with the, with the cryptos, top like cryptos was a very, for me, I, I started to somehow get interested during the pandemic because of the situation, special situation, so there are and already there was very somehow complicated, right? Because you need to understand a lot of things. There are a lot of blockchains. What's was the difference between different blockchains. And then regarding NFTs, as I said, personally, it was NBA top shot. But I would say, and these are very grateful for Skoda and Torsten, my manager, when it came, because... Once you you can link it with your work, first of all, you have more time to dedicate to it. So this is very, for me, was very, very good. And then from that time was really like, was like sort of crazy situation because, you know, I started reading, listening podcasts, checking Twitter and the madness in Discord. And in the beginning, it's like crazy. And then I remember still the first mint. You know, this, this like start minting everything what you you see out there because you know you see you think is really, is good projects. Most of them are basically gone. How, yeah, how are they doing today? <laughs> Most of them are gone, but it was really interesting to find out about the mechanics. <clears throat> sorry, about the mechanics, about the the culture, the, the slang, the language, because it's completely new world, right? People use crazy slang. There are all these mechanics of getting the. Allowed. So how to connect a wallet, how to create multiple wallets, how to transfer currency or tokens from one wallet to another. So learning this was somehow fun, but as well painful <laughs> because there is this pay-to-learn process, right? That's of right, but it gas fees.
0: Like, you know? <laughs> it seems like you have managed to pick up the, the vibes of the <laughs> ecosystem pretty well and then you are... Like from there, you are really riding the wave with all things, with the PFP, some merch here and there that I see you wearing and even picked up the beautiful lingo of the space too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. And, you know, like when I was young, in the 90s, when there was the internet started to be, you know, a bit more mass adapted, I remember there was all this uh, energy, you know, Everyone, you know, this uh, navigating through these websites, you know, what is the website then start coming things like Napsters, you know, with the music. And this was like, you know, you could see this type of new, actually driven by people, right? Because people were driving with their initiative, the, the that space, the web one space. And right now it's the same. Only the, the difference that right now is really fast. So <laughs> it's really moving, moving fast. And it's difficult sometimes to keep track.
0: That's, that's for sure. Can we look into what offers today mm-hmm. versus what's your idea where you would like to see it in the future?
1: Yes. Yeah, so what we have done within last year was, together with marketing, Skoda sponsored two big events. One is ISOK World Cup uh, and the other one is the Tour de France. So together with marketing colleagues was developed collections related with those events. The Tour de France uh, in uh, July last year, we, we worked with a Czech artist called Ilona Polanski and she designed the NFTs, one NFT for every stage of the race. And the race was the actual the Tour de Femme, so the female edition uh, of the Tour de France. So she created this beautiful art and we give it away for free. So this was like the first global initiative about NFT then we we wanted to explore the, the metaverse and how to do it we we are checking different platforms that that time exists so the central and sandbox spatial and then within those i with with the team we we found like one actual new platform called the nemesis which is like the time was kind of unknown but there's a lot of potential because you can is a regular is a let's say it's a centralized platform so it's owned by a company but also offer the integration to the blockchain through the lands, which are based on Ethereum. And you can also connect Metamask. So we decided to actually build in this platform and we create this island focusing on immobility because it's the topic where Scott is going. So within this island, you as a user can, in a more gamified and immersive way, explore the topic of immobility, drive the car with different interactive corners. You can visit the NFT gallery. We have an NFT gallery there which we keep updated based on the release of the NFTs. And also we use it also to, to have some fun. So there are like time to time some challenges, some speedrun, treasure runs, where user can participate and win some rewards. So this is what, what we have done. And for the future, we, we want to focus more on creating the community. It's not easy. It's not really easy. But the idea is like first focusing on, on the Web3 people, so Web3 community, and then try to extend it on a, on an already existing web to audience, which is even more difficult because most, you know, if you read the, the social media, a lot of people are somehow against this new sort of technologies. So you have to be also careful how you communicate. You need to be clear why we do this. Uh, it has to be easy. It has to be understandable. So it's also like a lot of work on education as well. I have other. so
0: many questions that I'd like to ask. Yeah, now, go for it. Do you think that your architecture background <laughs> Helped you in building a metaverse experience? Yeah, for, for sure.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. This was actually very fun. So together with the game designer of the, of the Nemesis, we, you know, they, they gave us a green land, a flat surrounded by water. And together with them, we planned like, the, the world. So we built the cities, the nature around the building itself. And so this was very interesting. It was the first time also we introduced the new corporate identity with the new colors and logo in online touch points. So this was this. And and then, you know, for me, as you said, like as an architect, I have this sort of creative mindset. And in the Web3 space is amazing because actually you can do a lot of, it's just a matter of deciding what is valuable, but you can really be creative. So it's very fun also.
0: What I really like is that people are coming from all sorts of backgrounds to Web3. And I find it very interesting that like this is, Where where it meets, right? You have the people that are coming from tech, you have the entrepreneurs, you have the people that are coming from the investment side, you have the artists, musicians, and it's like an amazing melting pot where, like, suddenly everyone is willing to talk to each other and network, and that's that's the sense of community that uh, you were talking about, and probably something that we have seen decades with the rise of the internet or a little bit over a decade ago with the boom of mobile applications. There is these moments and... It will not be like this forever, right? It will definitely not be like this forever. (laughs) And I think that the Web3 movement is being overrun by... AI these days. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, that, the AI <laughs> is is taking the the spotlight. But uh, uh,
1: I mean, again, this point, you, actually, what you do with these web three meetups is amazing because exactly this, you put together people from different places and you see how the network is incredible. It's like it's really like very inspiring. Actually, very inspiring space where you are possibly to meet incredible people from exactly from the artists to the entrepreneurs to the developers. So uh, is, is, uh, I think yeah.
0: it really makes people to meet in a very unique way that would not
1: meet otherwise. No, no, impossible.
0: And so it kind of creates new connections Exactly, uh, new co- in, by, my,
1: in my point of view. Exactly. But even like, you know, it gives new ideas. You know, when you create connection between people, it might happen that, you know, a few people get together, create something new, push that technology on another level. So I think that's the goal, right? To to have this sort of meetings. And it's the same when there are those events. I think it was right in Miami for Art Basel. I guess the vibes were quite good there as well.
0: <laughs> the vibe were quite good in Miami, that's for sure. <laughs> and the other thing that I wanted to ask when, when you were chatting about onboarding some new people, right? Because I think addressing people that are already in Web3, it's definitely easier than how do you think you address a general customer of skoda right yeah and you probably have a strategy in place that you also want to address these people at some point i'm not sure how far down the road <laughs> and what obstacles you see on that journey but i'd love to hear how you are thinking about going all the way so yep. even a, a general customer can uh take part in the Škoda Web3 ecosystem.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have this training every day in the office because, you know, we have different colleagues that maybe they're not really interested or they don't see the potential of the, of the technology yet. So we, every day, you know, we have these discussions, we show them like new things coming, you know. I think the easiest way is to try to find what is really interesting for a person apart from the technology. The technology should be somehow invisible. When you access, you know, a website or when you access an app, honestly, most of the people they have no clue how the things works. So when we start using less less technical words, like even the word NFT itself, and we use instead of using NFT, we can call it digital collectible or we can call it a loyalty program, then the things start to be easier for everybody to understand. Because and there where as I said before, in the Web three, we need to do a lot to make the Few weeks or the general experience easier for everybody, and we can see already this is already happening. Every you know every month there is some new things coming, which even even the app that you developed for the ticketing is like super easy. You can decide to enter with a with a wallet or with the email, and that's actually make the things way easier because people are more familiar with this sort of access type of access. And, and to answer your question for our, how to bring our traditional customer in this new sort of new possibilities is simply make it easy. Make it as easy as possible. Of course, not everybody is interested to uh, be on the edge of the technology. But if you offer them some interesting tools, personalizations, or more like a maybe exclusive experience, people will start to, you know, to start digging.
0: Yeah, right now it might be the edge, but very soon it might be the standard, exactly. right? So if you don't explore, you might be missing on a huge opportunity right there.
1: Yeah, this, that's why for us that we built, I think it's really exciting to be here at this, at this time because you can do connection, you can explore any sort of, actually on the pioneers, right? Who is coming after will have, you know, more like easy, easy life. So they, But they, on the other end, they will miss all this, you know, creativity. And this sort of a community building situations.
0: As you are building in this new territory that is fairly new, where do you go to source for inspiration to get updates, ideas, uh, see what others are doing? What are all the things that, that you consume? You mentioned previously that there is the group with yeah, a, yeah. Like a group within Volkswagen group yeah, yeah, yeah. that meets. And also you mentioned podcasts and core and Twitter. Do you have some secret sources <laughs> of how we could
1: call it the alpha? Yeah, I mean, I think LinkedIn is quite good because there are a lot of people who somehow share the latest news. Even like the Instagram pages, our friend Beast is one ex- example on Instagram. He provides daily updates on what's going on in the space. Um, and you have really like almost real time news Some is way faster than the traditional media. <laughs> so it's good to have those sources, like a couple of people where they work on providing fresh news. And then, of course, you can do your homework. You can test like when Starbucks, for example, released their loyalty program. Then you can go and check out how, how it works. What are the mechanics? Or the same when Adidas or Nike, they create these platforms to co-create with a community. So it's always like get the news, but as well go and verify how it works. It's, uh, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, and like I'm not sure who it was, but I've seen on Twitter that someone was mentioning that this is pretty much the end of the traditional media. That, like, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: NFT now maybe.
0: Things are changing so fast that like waiting for the traditional media to publish a piece on it that yeah, you can yeah. read. Well, it's already gonna be outdated. So exactly, exactly. That's why turning to uh, sources like Twitter yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. is way faster. At the same time, you have to uh, uh, you have to be you have to be careful exactly. what, what, <laughs> what you click on and what you read there. You have to verify. Uh, have to yeah, verify. Yeah. So I think that your advice with verification is certainly helpful. You mentioned throughout the conversation that the e-mobility is the is the focus. And why e-mobility and what was the decision process behind selecting that as something that you would like to build the metaverse on
1: well immobility as well you know is a sort of very innovative way <clears throat> how the automotive industry is developing and the same for that time when brands enter the immobility space they need to educate the the, um, the customers why import why is important how does it work so we see also synergies in this is like kind of sort of um shift in the mindset of the users you want to go from combustion engine to electric car you need to make some research you need to learn how the car works there are a lot of tools that you need to use to make sure your trip is okay you don't finish you know (laughs) you run out of battery yeah you don't want to run out of battery (laughs) in the middle of nowhere so and and that's why scott is focusing on immobility. we want you also to use this opportunity to create some innovative experience connected with this innovative mobility, let's say, path that the, the brand is doing. So this was one thing. And as well, in general, we believe that immobility customers are more used to play and use new technologies. So this was actually the, the idea why focusing on immobility. Yeah, I think
0: it goes hand yeah. in hand, right? If someone is interested in cutting edge tech, exactly, they likely, the yeah. they likely yeah. own an electric car and they have some NFTs, so I think- Possibly, uh, possibly. That's, there there is some smart thinking behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think is next for ŠKODA and for the Web3 Studio and for ŠKODAverse? Uh, What are some of the things that you have- um, (laughs) Mind. In in your mind or in the works, I'm not sure how much you can go into (laughs) the details about what's cooking, but it would be great to get an update on
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we are focusing on, we want to explore the topic of co-creation on a certain level. So we want to involve the community on a certain decision. This will be very interesting to see also how the, the people react. And as well, as I said before, in trying to build this token-gated experience. At some point as well, you know, we would like to release our Genesis NFT collections uh, collection. So this is something that might happen at some point. Uh, might, might, not. <laughs> might <don't> not. <laughs> we don't know. But these are the two things that we, we want to tackle in 2023. So, and we have an interesting partner we are working with for one of those. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's oh, see.
0: Well, f- fingers crossed on, on, on that <laughs> journey. I know that navigating all of this can be a challenge from multiple sides. We have already talked about the obstacles that a general customer faces today. if you could fix something on that journey, what would it be to make it easier for the people to inter- to have those token-gated interactions and so on?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, we see already today the custodial wallet approach, that people, they don't need to create a wallet and deal directly with the cryptos because this somehow is, I would say, it's not easy for a newcomer. And we already see that, brands and companies are creating these solutions because actually that's the the best way to onboard new people
0: i 100 percent agree with that i yeah, think that I see it's the same approach like right? <laughs> custodial wallets are the wallet for the masses yeah yeah and they allow the brands or the builders and the teams behind the project to move fast and unlock great experiences versus if like it will take time and yeah, like, yeah. no it will not take time i think it's not gonna happen <laughs> that it <laughs> has a wallet no, that definitely. they self-custody i think that there will be likely other solutions and maybe we are in this middle phase where we need to figure out what that is i think that there is a fair reason to own your seat phrase <laughs> and be in full control of your
1: assets of course yeah
0: but at the same time, it's so risky and complicated yeah, that yeah. I don't think that majority of the people would be wanting to even go that route. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I find the 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 custody solutions as a great way. And I think that's how it should have started. <laughs> yeah. It should not have started from the <laughs> other side. It, we are getting it, that. It, it it should have been, in my opinion, that's where you start, right? You log in with your email, there's a wallet attached to it. Yeah. And if that would happen, I think that the adoption would be a lot bigger. We are taking the opposite approach, right? We started with the like, full control.
1: Uh, we exactly. do all, all risk the, the
0: the full control hardware wallets and everything and now we are building yeah. Yeah. the custody solutions and shout out to Magic Link and and their <laughs> wallet and like have a great experience with that and with very seamlessly integrate with nearly everything but i think that there is especially for yourself coming from a large organization another potential obstacle and that's legal yeah how did you handle that and what are what do you see as some of the legal challenges that these initiatives need to figure
1: out Well, since it's a global initiative, this also we, you know, whatever we do, we need to make sure that from the legal perspective is everything is like, is okay because you have suddenly this global audience, this global customer. And that's why we, from the day one, we onboard immediately our legal department and we are lucky enough again to have somebody who is is interested in the topic and it's helping us a lot.
0: So they were up for the challenge to yeah, yeah, yeah. explore this for sure. new territory for sure. and be,
1: you know, IP right, all this stuff. They they are doing a great job, so shout out to them.
0: <laughs> and I know that recently you went to NFT
1: Paris. Oh yeah. Uh, what was what were your takeaways from that event? The mainly that NFTs are not dead where you know you, sometimes we read this uh, this sentence on the on the media nft uh, they were not there nft paris was the proof there were 20 almost 20,000 people attend the conference the conference in the middle of paris right in front of the tour Eiffel amazing location even the um, first lady wife of macron attend the events so imagine like this was like insane endorsement and france actually is a is an amazing country It's really uh, so many companies are web3 natives there um and they're really pushing the uh, pushing the space forwards. And in general, takeaways during the panel talks, there were big brands like Salesforce presenting their NFT cloud or Web3 solution, which they released a couple of weeks ago officially. And as well, the you know, you could meet the community. There were a lot of side events, which was perfect to meet the founders. That was, for example, Betty from Dead Fellas. She's a you know, well-known figure in the space and as well, the possibility of networking, knowing different people, what they are building was really very interesting.
0: Was there anything forward-looking that is not yet launched, but will
1: be soon or something that you are just looking forward to? Well, there was this big statement from Doodles that they announced that they are going to be... Back to web two. Yeah, exactly. This sort of... What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they announced that they will focus on creation of co- content creation for the like sto- based on storytelling for the traditional media and like uh, I guess cinema or TV series.:
0: But does that mean that the NFTs are going to be no more, or that there's going to
1: be like no
0: rewards for the yeah, NFT well, holders? I'm not What's... older.
1: I'm not an older, so but in general, I think they once the bull market ended, all these web3 brands suddenly realize that just basing their business on the PFPs is not really working. <laughs> so they need to actually think a different way how to use the brand that to actually keep existing. So, I mean, not everybody a Yuga lab, right? They keep pushing the space forward. They keep you know, creating insane experiences so of the other brands has to somehow adapt, maybe cooperate with the web two brands, maybe change the business model. But I think what's important is that they have the knowledge of the technology, what this can offer. So this at a certain point, I think will be used to, you know, create maybe loyalty programs or more personalized experience.
0: Do you have any, I mean, would you place any bets for what we will see in the space, in the remainder of the
1: year? who? <laughs> tough question. I think, well, I would say what, what was interesting was that, as you said, like, sometimes we have the feeling that NFTs or Web3 is going to to die, like together with cryptos is always like, I think it's like a running thing. But then suddenly the big brands are coming in the space because of course they have a different speed and you saw like weeks ago, Salesforce. Different speed, but also different power. Exactly, exactly. Different power, different audience. They're bringing millions of people with them together. So I think we will see this year more and more huge brands. We, We heard something about Amazon entering, you know, so I think it will be very interesting
0: yeah i think as these big brands enter into the space and as we build more tech to remove the obstacles it will only help the whole ecosystem no,
1: for sure for sure
0: and another interesting thing that i think like was the highlight of what happened recently was with uh what what happened with the banks right when suddenly there was a bit of a bank run (laughs) on on many banks and that's where you start realizing okay that's why crypto is there and that's why things can be decentralized because if we centralize them then it gets uh, very
1: very tricky I mean I think it's a a very difficult space (laughs) because also within the you know the web3 brands you find out that you know they they're not really sometimes too much decentralized right so that, I think it's very interesting to see how certain events can affect everything around. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm so. not orthodox on that. I think that there should be a healthy level of yeah. decentralization, but it, the the primary focus should be on like making it easy for, for the users. No, for, making sure, making for it sure. Seamless, yes. cheap, yes, all of those
1: things. Yeah, yeah. and that's why actually the, the things then will be used by basically everybody
0: all right Luca thank you so much for hopping on the show it was great to learn more about Skoda Web 3 initiative and Skodaverse and what you are pursuing we'll definitely keep looking at at what you do stay in touch and hopefully at some point get more updates from you
1: yeah, thank you for having me. It was very interesting and I was looking forward to this for, for some time. Yeah, I guess soon we'll have some news that we can, you know, somehow share together maybe.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this
0: episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. If you did, please follow us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And as always, we'll be extremely thankful if you leave us a review. That's it for now. Until next time on The Next Level Show.